Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Bobby, what neighborhood this week? Where are we going? We are on the south side. We are at 24th and Mitchell Streets. So this is the Oasis Center. What is the Oasis Center? What does that stand for? OASIS is an acronym for Organization for Active Seniors in Society. Uh, so it is a senior center, and it uh, it's offers all kinds of services to seniors. So looking at your, your piece here, Bobby, I mean, it looks pretty busy. Like there's a workout room. There's obviously uh, like a crafting area. Um, it looks like there's a lot of services, a lot of... A lot of activity at the senior center. Yeah, they do all kinds of stuff. They do uh, like exercise stuff. Like you said, there's like a weight room, an exercise room. They do um, yoga. They do crafting. They do uh, they play cards. They do outdoor education classes. There's a string ensemble, so they do music. Um, and they offer, uh, I'm not sure if they're doing this at the moment, but in non-COVID times, there's all sorts of other kind of wraparound services that are available as well, including like a lunch program which i think is temporarily on hiatus for the for the covid and you you think about like really meeting a need like a a key need in the community especially on you know on the south side where um there aren't you know i don't know if there's like a y right there or if there's a planet fitness or you know what what the you know like it's it's um, oh yeah and well and i think seniors i mean like like anybody people like to kind of be around people who are sort of like themselves, you know, and I think if you're a senior, it might be intimidating to kind of like roll up to Gold's Gym and, (laughs) you know, or whatever. I mean, it's just be nice to be in a place where, you know, people are sort of at the same level as you in terms of uh, all sorts of things. You have common interests, probably uh, common, you know, things that, you know, touch points culturally and all these sorts of things. Um, So I think it's a place for people to, to be comfortable and to mingle and socialize, I think is a big thing, you know, and, in the old days, people lived in uh, sort of multi-generational households more than they do now. So I think it's easier for seniors now to be um, not shut-ins, you know, I don't mean it that way, but like to have just so, sort of less contact with other people. And it's just sure, kind of, yeah. Get everything delivered and and order everything off TV. and Yeah, it's a good way for people to just make sure that they're having like that kind of healthy socialization that, that everybody needs, no matter your age. Well, of course, this was not built originally as... Uh, Oasis. This was not originally a senior center. It was actually a nurse's home. Not a nursing home, a nurse's home. Right. We're going to talk more about what that means and uh, that, that original chapter of the Oasis Center's history next on Urban Spelunking. We all wish we could find a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, but have you ever considered that there might be one at the end of your driveway? That car, truck, or boat you don't need could power hours of your favorite on-air programming when you donate it to Radio Milwaukee. Pickup is free, and you can qualify for a tax deduction. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org slash cars to learn more. If you're looking to have some fun in Milwaukee, we've got you covered. You can count on us to spotlight local music, events, and stories every hour, every day. All of these programs are free to enjoy because of support from listeners like you. When you join Radio Milwaukee today, you're supporting our local focus. And you'll be entered to win a $100 gift card to Buttermint Finer Dining and Cocktails. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org slash donate to make your gift today. 
And we're back on Urban Spelunking, 24th and Mitchell at Oasis. We were talking about the, kind of the present day there, very active senior center. And um, we should mention too that very accessible. I mean, the program's there, low cost. They make them affordable for seniors. And Milwaukee Recreation deserves uh, definitely a shout out for the, the programming of senior centers like this, um, not just here, but uh, around the whole area. Yeah, absolutely. They, they do run some others too. So yeah. And that, that's, you know, that's everything that they do is like that. I mean, all their kids, I mean, I remember when my kids were littler and I'd take them for Milwaukee Rec sports and you don't have to be little, but you know, any age, there's classes and all sorts of different things that they do that are all really, really affordable. So let's rewind way back to the very beginning. This was um, not built, of course, as Oasis. So how did this get connected with Milwaukee's Isolation Hospital and as a nurse's home? Yeah, so we have talked about the the former Isolation Hospital before on this uh, show that we do. Um, I remember, but it was a while ago. So It was a long time ago, yes. Yeah. And so the original one dates back to the 1870s. And then by the early part of the 20th century, they built a new one, which is the building that's there now and serves as the south side health center. Um, and in the 1920s, the early twenties, they built a residence across the street for nurses. Um, so as you say, it was a nurse's home, a home for nurses, <laughs> not a nursing home. Um, and it was connected by a tunnel to the hospital. Um, and so the nurses would live there, um, or at least some of the nurses would live there and, you know, just go right across the street to work. And, um, that endured until the early 50s, 1954, I believe it was, when the isolation cases were sent to a different hospital, the Johnson Emergency Hospital over on Wind Lake. And so basically they didn't need the nurses there anymore. They closed the nurses' home and it actually sat empty for about 10 years, close to 10 years. Um, and during that time, the city had kind of come up with a bunch of different ideas for what to do with it. There was an alderman at the time who wanted to turn it into a a library branch there, you know, there are all, all sorts of ideas. So the Milwaukee, you mentioned that patients would get sent to the isolation hospital. What kind of illnesses would be, you know, would warrant that kind of isolation? Um, things like smallpox, mm-hmm. cholera, these kinds of things that, you know, um, extremely, extremely contagious stuff like that. This just reminds me so much of COVID, you know, in the present day that we saw those frontline workers having to isolate. So these nurses were really, like, you know, they were really on the front lines with this super um, contagious and dangerous illness. And then they would go, was that the idea that they would also kind of live in isolation as well so that they wouldn't be with the... Yeah, so they wouldn't go home and bring it home to their families who would then take it out to the neighborhood. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, wow. Yeah. It yeah. seems like such a lonely life and um, like somebody that would really have to be, you know, a caregiver and, and you know, not just at work, but at home. 24 seven, you well, know, and think back then when you, you know, you didn't have the same kind of vaccines we have now, the same kind of treatments mm-hmm. we have now, the same kind of PPE we have now, um, the same kind of, I mean, there was knowledge of infectious diseases, obviously, cause they knew to have a separate hospital, but you know, just not to the extent of the knowledge that we have now. So, um, it must've been a somewhat terrifying job, if not a completely terrifying job at times. Yeah. So did nurses live there? Um, permanently, or was or was it kind of like while they were on shift and I'm, they... I'm not sure, but I think they lived there permanently. I don't think it was oh. strictly for shift workers, um, but I, but I'm not entirely sure of that. Yeah, I'm just this is interesting to me personally, Bobby, because um, my mom was actually a, a county nurse through Milwaukee County. Yeah, and she went she went to the Milwaukee County Nursing School. Oh, interesting. And, and they lived there, you know, they lived there. It was like dorms. Yeah, and it was right on right on the campus of the hospital. So I think that was kind of baked into 
you know, uh, obviously we're not talking the same era here, but no, um, right. But, but sort of giving your of, life to the, <laughs> yeah, it almost reminds me of like being a nun right? almost, yeah. or, you know, like, um, like a convent. That's just, it's just really fascinating, um, that, that happened. And that was a, a kind of the way that, that people made a living, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I mean, you either had to be passionate about it or you had to see it as sort of like your only real shot. <laughs> Wow. At, at getting sort of gainful employment, I would think, right? Yeah, and I imagine people got sick and, and nurses caught these diseases. And wow, I, it's just, I would uh, think so. In which case, then you're moving from the nurses' home across the street to the hospital, which is probably a move you never wanted to make. Wow, I'm guessing. Right? Yeah. So, how does it transition to the senior center eventually? So, ultimately, then um, MPS's uh, recreation department is looking for a place for its uh, senior program, and you know, in that neighborhood, and they end up signing a lease with the city for the building. So it's still owned by the city um, and Milwaukee Recreation has a lease for the building to use it for this specific purpose. Um, and it's been going ever since 1964, I believe, in that wow. spot, which is pretty amazing. You know, I, I, we, we, I always like to try to think about the impact, you know, the, like the number of people that have come and gone there over the years and especially, you know, seniors that, um, you know, maybe found some meaning or activity or friends or broke out of their own isolation over the years since 19, you know, the 1960s. Um, yeah. I mean, just think how many people that it would have served over that amount of time. It's just incredible to think about how many lives it's touched. Well, let's talk about the building a little bit. Is there anything that stands out architecturally that's, you know, you, you went to, did you get a tour of the building? I did not get a tour of the building because of the, because of the COVID. Because um, of COVID, yeah. So yeah. So they're keeping it pretty locked down for seniors too, right? Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, it's, it's, that's why they're not doing like the lunch program and that sort of thing too, which I think yeah. would bring more people into the building um, and cram them together <laughs> into a lunchroom. Like, um, want to be careful. <laughs> for yeah, sure. exactly. So there is an older part of the building, of course, that's the, um, that's the 1920s building. And then it's had some additions over the years and there's been numerous, um, renovations and it's actually been undergoing. I did the story now cause it's actually been going, undergoing a lot of, uh, work too. They've been painting, they've been buying new equipment, they've been buying uh, for the exercise room, they've been buying new computers. Um, they've been doing, they've pulled up old carpeting and refinished some original hardwood floors. So there's all kinds of um, different stuff. Bathrooms were remodeled. There was a, uh, um, all sorts of stuff has been going on. Uh, so did, the building has changed a lot over the years. Did they keep it in that kind of... Um like a dormitory format where there's all these individual rooms or do you know if they've kind of opened things up? I think a lot of things have been opened up. Got it. I, you know, I'm not, that's not to say there aren't any of those rooms left, but, um, but they definitely had a need for sort of bigger open spaces for classes and computer labs and exercise area and all that kind of stuff. So I think, um, and for the lunch program. So I think they, they did over the years open up some of those spaces. Another one of those stories of a building that that is awfully interesting on its own, with um, some really, really uh, interesting history too. That that ties into this isolation hospital and this career path and these nurses from way back when. Um, always, it's always something buried in these buildings that you uncover in your in your research. So, uh, you of course see pictures, and the building's open as as a functioning senior center now. Post. Um, not not quite post pandemic, but it's it's reopened. It looks like they're taking some precautions as well. So details at radiomilwaukee.org plus more pictures. Podcasts here in eighty eight nine produced by Kenny Perez. And we ask that if you take a moment to rate and review the podcast, we'd love to hear your feedback and make sure you subscribe. 
We're putting out new episodes every Tuesday, exploring a different building around Milwaukee. Bobby, talk to you next week. Talk to you next week.